sit down, take a chew and chew my money till we get it. Till we get it. Paul Wall in the coolest foot was ain't talking. Money speak, all that bullshit keep it. Run the side, run the side, run, 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 run the side, run the side. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi. How are you? Who's this? This is Satchel. Who's this? Matt. Matt. I got good news. Yeah. What is it? You have won. What I win? The sweepstakes. Uh huh. Thank you. Thank you. Tell me who is ready Thank just to claim their prize. I'm ready. You must sing it and tell me your oh. disguise. Say what? You gotta sing a little bit. Do we know each other? We're gonna have to sing a little bit. Yeah, it's the satchel. Satchel? Satchel Rhinestone. Hey, is this Lacey? Yeah. Hey, it's Muhammad again. How are you? I'm good. That's good. That's good. Yeah, I guess I was mostly just touching base to see how the weather is in Texas and make sure everyone's safe, make sure everyone's not getting all snowed out. Wait, who are you calling with? This is Mohammed. You and I had talked about a year, two years ago about booking an event at your venue. And it just came on my heart that I know that you all are dealing with some real bad weather stuff. And I needed to reach out and make sure you were safe. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're safe. Thank God. Thank God. Did it snow out there? No. <laughs> we... <laughs> No, it hasn't. It hasn't snowed here. I had a nightmare last night that it snowed in Texas, and it just broke my heart. It did. Oh. I know that last yeah. last year it got snowy, and y'all were having a little bit of trouble. Um. Yeah. And I figured this year the same thing might happen. It just made me so worried. Yeah, no, no snow. You know, in Baltimore, it snows every year. Does it? Mm-hmm. Dang. Is I that know. where you live? Yes, ma'am, outside of Baltimore. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. But y'all are uh, oh. doing all right? Yes. That's pretty good. That is pretty stinking good. You still listen to the radio? Uh, yeah. What's your favorite station? <laughs> I don't know. If you had to listen to a station on the way to work, what do you think you would tune into? Um, 95.1. <laughs> 95.1 is the correct answer, Lacey! You've been nominated. You've been nominated. You got the call of the week, and you have the correct answer. Oh, okay. What do you have to say for yourself? 
I don't know. <laughs> you don't know what to say. Well, we're excited down here for you. I can tell you that much. We are darn tootin' excited down here for you. All righty. You know what you won? Nothing. <laughs> you won a helicopter trip out to San Antonio to see Garth Books down to the Capital One Stadium next week. <laughs> yep. You and Plus One taking a helicopter ride down to San Antonio. And put it a bit on the night in the W Hotel right there on the Riverwalk. <laughs> yep, uh-huh. I need to verify a few pieces of information real quick. What's your social security number, Lacey? <laughs> 8 8 Alright, well, I got gotcha. you. Okay. You won. You when 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 do you want to when you want, when 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 do you when 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 do you want to fly out, Lacey? <laughs> I don't even know. Next week to see Garth Brooks. That's when you want to fly out, Mama. Yes, next week. All right, that sounds good. You know what we're gonna need just to just to book that helicopter. I'm gonna need a, I'm gonna need a credit card number. I'm sure you do. Ah, you won. You're doing good. You's got. We need that credit card number to get you set up, Lacey. How's that sound to you? If I won, why would I give you my credit card number? We just got to put it down as a, as a, as as insurance, as a deposit. Oh yeah, I'm. A, I can't do that. We got to make sure you don't fly off with our helicopter, Lacey. Who? What? Who is this? I can admit it. I pretended like I was Muhammad, but it's Satchel. It's Satchel Rhinestone. Oh. <laughs> what do you say? Let's get that you credit card number. My number. Lacey. Lacey. Yes. Let's get that credit card number. Let's start Definitely with the credit card not. number. Everything else is going to follow. How does that sound? No, I'm I'm going to have to hard pass on that. Well, I got a second offer for you. Hear me out here. I'm okay. talking about a I'm talking about I'm talking about a gold bar. Okay? Worth a quarter okay. million dollars. What do you think about that? You want a gold bar? <laughs> yeah? <I'm> <laughs> Hold on. I'm going to give you a gold bar. Who gave you my number? Lacey, someone yeah. nominated you down here at the radio station. Your favorite radio <laughs> station. Wait, what radio station? 95.1. <laughs> they don't, it's not even local people on there anymore. I'm not local. I am definitely not local. I'm calling you from Nigeria. Yeah, believe it or not. Yeah, from Nigeria. And you know all, all the pieces of information I need? I, I got your name, Lacey. What I need next? Your credit card number. And we're going to get the helicopter out to you. How's that sound? Mm, not okay, uh, okay, okay. Well, f well, hey, how about we just get you that bar of gold instead? We do not need to get a credit card number to give you a free bar of gold. How does that sound? <laughs> Okay. I'm going to need your banking login, username, and password instead. <laughs> and we're going to get you set up, Lace. Listen, Lace, we're going to get you set up. We're going to get you a bar of gold.
How's that sound? You're blazed in the background. I am pretty blazed, I can admit. Okay. I do declare I am a little blaze. But let's get you set up, Lace Face. Let's do it. What do you say? Bar gold. No cost to you. All I need is the deed to your house. You get me a copy of the deed to your house, and you can have my wife tonight. No questions asked. Anything goes. Anything goes. No, Two you. women enter. One will leave with a bar of gold. What do you say? No, thank you. Okay, no bar of gold. We don't want to see Garth Brooks. We don't want a helicopter ride. I'm talking about a brand new car. King Ranch F-150 right off the lot. What do you say? No, I'm going to pass. Okay, that was a trick anyways. I was just going to ask for more personal information to try to steal your identity. Sure. So what do you say? Um, no, thank you. Okay, can I be honest with you, Lacey? Sure. This was a bit of a prank call. <laughs> okay. Just full disclosure, just kind of a little bit of a prank call. Is that all right with you? Yes. All right. Well, let's get that banking information over to you and we get you set up, okay? So, what is your first and last name? <laughs> Spelled out for me. And I'll I'll send you a check. I just need your routing number and your account number and I can send you a check for this call. What do you say? Oh, that's okay. No, no, no. I insist. I insist. <laughs> I do. I'm not giving you my... Mm -mm. Come on. Just send me a photo of a check then and a photo of your ID. It's my first day no, on the job. You. I'm, I've never done this before. You're the first number I've called. My boss is here going to be mad if I don't get someone's identity by the end of the day. Oh, you better call your mom and ask your mom to send it to you. My mom's working right next to me. We actually got hired at the same job. Kind of similar skill set, if you will. Awesome. Okay. You, you know what, Lazy? You caught me. I'm sorry. This won't happen again. What's the best email to reach at and maybe a social security number so I can fill out a little more information on my end? I almost got you, huh? You almost gave me you almost gave me your social security number there, huh? No. Yeah, you thought about it. You thought, should I you thought maybe you thought maybe I'll help this guy out. You got close for a second. You're about to give me your banking information, I could tell. Negative. No, you were. You thought about it. You you looked up and thought, maybe this guy's legit. I'm not. Nigerian scammer right here. Yes. Sounds like it. So what do we do? What do we say? You want to go to Garth Brooks next week? Take a helicopter ride out there? No, thank you. It's because I'm a radio station. I'm your favorite radio station. You're definitely not a radio station. How do you know? What do you think? I'm just some 15-year-old hanging out? Maybe a little older. If someone's doing this after the age of 20, they are not valuable to society. So, how far past 20 are you? Pretty far past 20. We're the same age, Lace. We went to high school together. Yeah? Yeah. Where? In Vitter. I definitely did not go there. Yeah, you did with me and my no, cousin, my cousin Billy, my cousin Billy Bob. He's a Vitter Texan. You can tell by the way his teeth don't shape right. I'm not, I'm you, not even from Vider. I've never, I've never heard of Vider. 
Vitter, whatever. Hey, I hardly know her. That's what I say. We've had a good time today, right, Lace? Yeah. We both got a laugh? Yes. All right, well, how about we start with the accounting and Rudy number, and we can take it from there. <laughs> Come on, please. Did Brittany tell you to call me? What's her phone number? I can call and ask. <laughs> You're looking up her phone number, okay. aren't you? started to yeah i could tell give me your phone number come on lace you've had a fun 11 minutes and and we'll see how long britney stays on the line you're clearly off work oh today it's sunday yeah i definitely am oh yeah britney probably is too let me give her a call let me call britney let me catch her up with what you and i had talked about <laughs> okay you gonna give me your number yes yeah that's what i'm talking about all right all right, all right. What's uh what's her number? Four zero nine eight eight six. All right. Five five one one. One one. Anything I could know about her to make this call more interesting? Um no. All right. Well before I let you go, what is the best accounting number to send you a little money to? Just to say thank you. <laughs> Just to say thank you, Lacey, the best accounting rooting number in your first and last name. But who gave you my number? What was that? Who gave you my number? We went to high school together. Oh, my God. I'll be honest okay. with you. I'll be honest with you. I'll be honest with you. You want the full story here, Lace Face? I'll tell you. I'll tell you, Lacey. I'll tell you 100% how I got your phone number. Okay. You had written it down on a napkin because you thought I was handsome. When? No, I'm kidding. I'm not one bit handsome. <laughs> that didn't happen. No, 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 no. Um, but you did think that I would, um, I don't know. Uh, my buddy was in a restaurant. He had an interaction with you where you thought he, were, he was trying to complain and he was trying to compliment you. And so you gave him your number to continue giving complaints to him for some reason. This was over a year ago. And um, I, I just found it in my stuff. I do a prank call podcast. I'm so sorry. Okay. <laughs> no, that's true. I swear to God. It's some restaurant out in Vitter. I literally have your name as just Lacey Vitter Restaurant Manager. And I, I think he thought you thought he was trying to complain and you gave him this number. This part isn't going to, you know, this is just me being honest. You can believe me or not. Okay. But if we do want to wrap this up, I am going to need that accounting and Rudy number from you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to call Brittany. Don't tell her I'm calling. Okay. Okay, you have a fun day, Lacey. You've been great to talk to, honestly. You're one of the best calls I've had all year. I, lo I love talking to people like you. You have an open mind. You're kind. You're kind and open-minded. That's a fact about you. You are. You're kind and open-minded, huh? Yes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Any type of person can give you a call, and you give them the time of day for a second, huh? Yeah, well, sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I, I got news for you, Lace. You're going to do great in this world. Thank you. Proud of you. Love you. Bye. Goodbye. The time and temperature weekly word is from Second Chronicles 7, verses 13 and 14, where God addresses the sins of his people.
and calls on the people to turn to him. That's a pretty good prank. If I shut up the sky so that there is no rain, or if I command the locust to devour the yeah, land, I thought this was or if I send a plague among my people, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves, pray, seek my face, and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven, will forgive their sin, and will heal their land. To learn more on how you can know God's forgiveness for your sins, call one eight. Hello? Hey, how you doing today? Doing fine. How can I help you? Yeah, I was calling to see if you still had that ladder for sale. Yes, sir, the ladder is available. Okay, how much are you asking? Um, the price is in the ad. I don't know how much my wife posted it for. It'll be on the ad. Well, I was calling to see if you would take $5 for it. Oh, I don't think so, but thanks for asking. Well, I have an idea. Are you there? Yes, sir. $7. Listen, that's not going to work. I'm selling for my son, and he's going to be firm on his price. But thanks for offering. Oh, okay. How, uh, how firm are we talking here? Look. What is our? Then I can let you know. I can knock off five dollars. I I cannot pay more than five dollars unless you're pushing a hard bargain. Then I'm willing to go up to seven, even a little bit more, if you need. I understand, but I can accept that low. But anyway, thanks. The ad says twenty dollars. I'm willing to go up to ten. What do you say? The ad is more than twenty, as I remember, sir. Uh, you know, for the ladder. Uh, I believe it's 40 or 45. I don't remember how much it is. That's why I asked you. I think it was... Tw how long have you been trying to sell this ladder for? I don't know. My wife posted it, and she's the one that, uh, you know, does the posting, so I don't have any idea. I say we settle out. I give you 10. We shake hands. I walk away a man. You walk away a little boy defeated. Okay. No, I don't think that's going to work. How about I 15, then? No, it's not going to work. $17. Ah. Uh, Isn't like someone who receives a dowry? Oh, I'm a doager then. <laughs> I got a doager. Man, Hans does jujitsu too. I found that out, Robert. <laughs> oh, really? I found that out because he's in a neck brace right now. Yeah. Oh, shit. It's pretty pretty bad. Um, But yeah, my body is broken. And I feel like that gives me a lot of suffering that I can use to, you know, do things. Do things that people do with suffering. Well, people like suffering. You just sharpened yourself through suffering. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah, I'm a sharpened stick. Wow. That's a good perspective to have. Anything that doesn't kill you gives you chronic pain for the rest of your life. Mm hmm. Oh, yeah. I think there's a lot of people that do jujitsu as like a hobby and have fun for a bit and then get injured and they just regret doing it forever. 
That's me. <laughs> yeah, that's my situation. Yeah. Um, but I don't regret doing it because it gave me like confidence and it made me feel good about myself. It's fun. Yeah. It makes me happy too. Yeah. It makes me do crazy shit. Like to tell people they're stupid to their face. Nice. <laughs> but I try to limit that. It's like now I have to be nice because I'm nice and not just because I'm afraid. So nice. Yeah. Man, but did you used to feel that way? Like afraid that someone would hurt you if you were mean? Um, I guess subconsciously, not like I always told myself I was like whatever, but um but yeah, I mean I don't uh yeah, I don't try to like uh you know, say offensive things just for the heck of it, you know. Usually it's like, Oh, this guy's uh coming at me or something or if I say something offensive, this to be funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not I to get beat you. up yeah like once i trust someone i'll give them more leeway but if it's like a stranger then it's like yeah maybe i should be nicer i'm trying to be nicer as a person me too that's something i really want is just to be a nice friendly person yeah oh. it's important it's one of my priorities of this year yeah i joined a church nice <laughs> i'm gonna rebrand as a christian comic Okay. And just be a guy that just exudes joy. You know? Oh, my thing? Oh, happy guy. A happy JT. That's what they call him. That's my goal this year. Oh, oh happy boy Kelly. Why do you have to be Christian to be happy? It just, just makes it easier. The people that are in charge. Just an easier market. Easier market, yeah. Easier market to be happy. Yeah. We're yeah. trying to get away from the fat JT and get to the happy JT. Getting over the fat. Fat JT was a good brand. We had good. We had a good time. Yeah. We had a good time. <laughs> now we're starting over with Happy JT. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Rebranding. Oh, yeah. But uh, don't you think just like willing yourself to like be happier is like, you know, it's it's just like uh, why? Like just having energy for no reason or like just just deciding. Like it shouldn't ha emotions be a tool to, to, you know, live your life better and not the goal. Like you don't want to just like be happy. You just want to like. You want to like say something and do something, but yeah, I don't know. I want to live like a golden retriever. You know, I just wake up, my tail's wagging, I'm happy. You know, I don't yeah. think about it. I got no worries, you know. Brain empty, life goes on. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, that's awesome. That's good. That's awesome. <laughs> Very positive outlook. <laughs> that's awesome, man. That, wow, that awesome. is awesome. Dude, that that rules. That is awesome. You got a Washington State ID? Yeah. I thought you lived in New York before Texas. I did, um, but I went back to, and I didn't. I didn't drive a car. Or I I did drive a car in New York. Uh, I just didn't. I never changed it to New York. I lived for th for three years, and now I've been here a year. Haven't changed my ID. Oh. Wow. Give me the history of Hans. You've been in Austin, Texas, for a year. Uh huh. Before, Before that, that, I was in the desert trying to quarantine during the pandemic for four months. And then before that, I was living in LA for three months in my van. And then before that, I was in Seattle with my family riding out to quarantine. And before that, I was doing a road trip to Miami from New York. And then before that, I was living in New York for three years. And then before that, I was doing comedy in Seattle for five years. And then before that, I was 
working at a startup company in Chattanooga for six months. And before that, I was uh, doing an internship in Noonan, Georgia for six months. And then before that, I was going to college in Atlanta, Georgia Tech for four and a half years. And then before that, I was uh, going to college or going to high school in Seattle. And then before that, I moved to Seattle at the age of seven from New Jersey. And I was born in New Jersey. Wow. That was a great little timeline. So you've been to like every corner of this country except yeah, straight middle. The four except corners, LA, Maine. Seattle, New yeah. York, and Miami. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, there was this guy on 6th Street. He's like, where are you from? And I was like, Seattle. And he's like, no, where are you really from? And I was like, New Jersey. And he's like, fuck New Jersey. Because he <laughs> thought I was going to say like Korea or China or something. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, I have it recorded. <laughs> But, fuck New uh, he was ready to say like fuck China. Yeah. Uh, he was so excited for you to say whatever country. Yeah. One time I met this dude named Edamar, super nice guy. But when I first met him, uh, he was like, Oh, blah, blah, I just got to Austin. And I was like, Oh, well, hey, I'm JT. And he's like, I'm Edamar. And I was like, Where are you from? And he was like, Houston. Like very self-righteously. <laughs> and it took me a second to realize, oh, he said Edamar, so people usually say that, yeah. meaning like, what country are you from? Yeah. But I remember that whole day thinking, like, this fool just fucking hates me. He hates chit-chatting. <laughs> and then I realized, like, oh, people say that to him, being like, so where are you from? You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, he was, he's probably, like, minority. He's like a fucking, I'm, I'm fighting against the whites. Uh, evil white asked me. He didn't know you were a communist. <laughs> he, didn't know, he didn't know I was one of the good whites. <laughs> he had one. some pamphlets. Yeah, I handed him some pamphlets. I go, okay, Itamar. I handed him some pamphlets. <laughs> no, but I, I like really did take me a sec to realize that he was doing what that that dude was doing that, right? Yeah. People do that shit. Where are you from? I don't know. Seattle. Where are you from? <laughs> yeah. It's like it's where are you, you really just ask it. What race <laughs> where are, are you? you from? That's what yeah, they don't want to ask it. The, they want to say what they want to say, what so what race are you? That's what they want to say. Yeah. Where yeah. I've been doing that with crowds. I like to say yeah. Anyone here? I go, I like to say, like, so what do you guys think about other races? And then when it's silent, I go, wow. Because there, there's no good answer to what do you think about other races. Yeah. And when they don't say anything, I just You're go, singing. wow, okay, man. <laughs> yeah. Got it. Noted. Awkward. Yeah, weird wow, response. Didn't know we were here with the Nazis. Yeah. <laughs> then I go, wow, okay, sicko is here. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> you said it's Wednesday night. Don't press me. You were doing that song where you were like, uh, all races are good. I'm fine with all of them. I like every single race in the world. Something like that. Yeah. Is that an original? Yeah. We should do like a little music video. Dude, it's you and me holding our hands up together. Yeah. <laughs> Looking at the camera. Like you're going extra hard on like diversity. Mm -hmm. You're just doing your thing behind me. I'm like forcing you to be in the music video. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's typical liberal, just using minorities as props. Classic. Classic cool. liberal. Man, you'd be my running mate. Robert, we just did Hans's podcast. I'll say it. His on video. Yeah. Very professional. Remember when we tried to do ours on video with MK? Yes. <laughs> and he just kept roasting us about our our flag. Yeah, we had a flag. We had a flag up on our studio wall, and we got roasted because it was so tiny. Is it? Yeah, we had the tiniest flag in Texas. Tiniest. Oh, I, 
Again, I, praise where praise is due, though. Your flag, totally normal size here, Hans. I know. I try to steam it. I try to get rid of the wrinkles. But... Oh, it's kind of stuck to the wall. Oh, like it's it sweated. Like watery. Sweated against the wall. <laughs> whenever I proposed to my chick, I spread uh, flowers all over the floor. And so whenever she said yes, I picked some up and tried to press them. And so I put them in a book, and I just went to go check on them the other day. And they're moldy. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you proposed multiple times? No, I just proposed one time. I just got the flowers from whenever I did it. Okay. I and proposed it, marriage. Yeah. And then and then you uh, saved the flowers for later? Save the flowers so I could like frame them and give it to her at like, your anniversary or something. I'm very romance-minded, Hans. <laughs> now and I just got a Petri dish. Yeah, now I got to do I don't know what to do with moldy flowers. I just dip them in resin? I don't know. Can I preserve them in resin, you think? <laughs> <laughs> Um, do you want to preserve them? You should scrape all the mold off and try to mummify it, get some ether. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. I just want to be able to give her these flowers in a year and be able to tell her, oh, I saved the flowers from when I proposed. Because I'm going to propose again. I'll propo I, that's what we do. Every time we go to a restaurant now, I get the ring back and I propose <laughs> to her. We'll get free drinks or something. Yeah, it's a traveling show. You're yeah, you're dude. touring with your proposal. I stay proposing. I like it when I like it when clouds clap. Oh, do you want to know something I do every day, Hans? Every single day, I park in like a big office building downtown, then walk to my actual office. And so I get on to um, the elevator every day with like business people, and I say every single day, I go, "Anyone else get laid off today?" And sometimes business people like pat me on the back and say, ah, I'm sorry, man. I say stuff like, no, I deserved it. It's my own fault. And it's my favorite thing to do. I don't know why I do. I do it every day. Though. <laughs> really that's good. Get in their heads. Yeah. Let's them know what the stakes are. And this shit is real. Uh -huh. Sometimes people from my work will be there. And one time this dude was like, no, you didn't <laughs> in front of a crowd. And I was like, damn, yeah, I didn't busted. He's just so awkward. In the elevator. What was that? He's just like in the corner of the elevator. It's like, oh, you didn't. Yeah, he busted my ass. I was like, okay, dude, go ahead. Be a little devil. Go <laughs> this ahead. This guy's a phony. This guy's, this guy's a phony. <laughs> Antifa's a state of mind. <laughs> Antifa state of mind. I'm in an Antifa state of mind right now. I, my favorite thing is like saying to Antifa stuff. I love, I love when someone will be like, "Oh man, uh, they took away the kombucha from the office snack pantry." I'll be like, "They Antifa our kombucha." <laughs> or when someone takes guns, I like to say they Obamaed. Oh, they Obamaed my guns. Yeah. As everyone used to think, Ooh, everyone thought Obama was going to take our guns. It was like a heavy mindset people were in. Yeah. Obama didn't really care about our guns. He never made a gun law. I don't think. Yeah. He was fine with it. He's black. He loves guns. Yeah, he, lo <laughs> he shoots guns. <laughs> he's uh, he's trying to keep his property value high, low. He wanted to keep the gun violence in Chicago high. <laughs> yeah. It's good for the economy. God, the economy loves guns. <laughs> God, the economy loves guns. Kills the workers, but man, is it good for morale? People? Love it. Guns. I got a couple of guns. How, how your, how's your property value? What was it? How's your property value with those guns? If I had property, I don't have property, man. I don't know. One day I'll own property, maybe like a yard and a house, but barely not. Yeah, you could use that to make more stuff, and then you'd be a capitalist. Yeah. Mm. 
That would, good. yeah. If I could get some means of production to like exploit someone's surplus value off of, yeah. get them to create some goods that I then sell and <laughs> keep the excess, I'd be a, a capitalist. Yeah. One of my favorite things is after I got like an office job, people at my door guy job would be like, oh, so you're a capitalist now? And I'd be like, no, a capitalist like owns the means of production. They'd be like, uh-huh, sounds like something a capitalist would say. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so you don't want to engage. You understood. You don't want to understand what I think, and you clearly don't understand what you think, so gotcha. You've made that my favorite. Oh, dude, you got an office job? So, oh, so you're a capitalist now? Yeah, that's what I don't really think that. that uh, <laughs> I go, okay. Yeah, you had to survive in uh, in a country that's capitalist. Oh, you got healthcare? Oh, you're a capitalist now. Okay. That's what that means. Got it. Yeah. It's like being a worker, signing up to work for the man. That's capitalism. That's what that is. You're a capitalist. Oh, you get 401k match? Well, oink, oink, fellow capitalist. Yeah. (laughs) Oink, oink. (laughs) Don't you enjoy this table we sit at? You're one of us. Mm. Oh, you, uh, you live in a home? What a... What a shill. What that, a- uh, yeah, if you live in a home instead of an apartment, you are a shill. I do agree with that. <laughs> now, that that is the line I, I can take very confidently. Yeah, yeah, you got to just uh, get your food from a bread line and live inside a commune. Man, the crazy thing about our bread lines is we have to pay for it at the end of the bread line. That's crazy. As we stand in bread lines and I still have to pay for it. Yeah. I'm like, damn, I thought this was a stuff. If you got a bread line, they at least give you the bread. <laughs> our bread lines, like, you stand, you know, we $12 for that bread. Oh. On the line. <laughs> what was Ooh. the point of the waiting in line then? Yeah, for real. You pay to skip the line. That I'll just get less bread. Yeah, I'll get less bread. That no, that is actually called the concept of supply and demand. I don't really know. What, <laughs> what if they started initiating like an H E B like a fast pass system like Disney World has? That'd be nice. That's literally like, oh, you want to skip the bread line? They have that. You could go and pick up your order. You just go and pull into a spot and they bring your order to the car. Pick yeah, up but, groceries. Yeah, but what if I want to still go through the grocery store? Because sure that's an option. I like that experience, you know? I'm sure if you told the people that you were doing your pickup groceries with, hey, I want to go through the store, they'd be like, okay, just fucking grab them <laughs> on your way out then. <laughs> I don't think they'd stop you. They'd say, okay, just like that. All right, go do a lap and on your way out, just fucking grab them. Just grab them when you and you ever you head out. Yeah, it's like a cardio exercise. Running around like the grocery that. store. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's how surviving. old people would uh do their walking around malls. Mm. Old people <laughs> and me. The, I, I'm a mall walker. Competitive walking. I have you ever just walked around the mall for pleasure, my friend? Yeah, of course. Incredible feeling. Yeah. You're, it's air conditioned. There's snacking options. The floors are shiny. Oh, yeah. The floors are shiny. <laughs> and primarily, it's pretty clean in there, right? They have everything you could want. I could live at the mall. Yeah, that's what the, it's made for. I could live at the mall. They're even actually doing that now. A lot of malls, like the domain, you live in them. You yeah. live at the mall. <laughs> you can never leave. Yeah. Uh, people want that. People want to live at the mall now. It's basically a capitalist commune. It's exactly what it is. You live in your little pod. Yeah, except I earn my Amazon points, so I can you know I mow enough lawns. I learn my Amazon points. I get a little tube delivered to me. Yeah, you know, a little tube of all my goods, my vitamins for the day, my jumpsuit. (laughs) Watching ads, just watching commercials. Your flashlight. God, get a nice flashlight. 
You could you could trick me into into uh, pretty much anything with a nice flashlight. Have you used a flashlight before? No. Better than pussy. <laughs> Feels so much better. It's pussy design in a lab, man. I know. I mean, like some people, you know, their pussies are they've been sitting on it. They've been like, you know, scorching it in the the heat. Not this pussy. Pushing this pussy kids through it. Fresh <laughs> off the factory line. It is good. Yeah, it's yeah. purpose made. Uh, yeah, flashlights are the best. It's like fucking a one-year-old pussy. <laughs> wow, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> well, a pussy is like not that old. Well, it's designed after an adult pussy. To be clear. <laughs> yeah. yeah, to be clear, the pussy is you know an adult human pussy. Yeah, you know? it'd be uncomfortable if it wasn't. Yeah, for a lot of reasons. <laughs> no one should feel comfortable fucking if there is. I'm sure there's got to be like children's sex dolls you can buy. I've never Googled <laughs> it. I don't want to confirm that. But Well, I don't know if you could buy it legally, but yeah, I'm sure you could buy it. We've come a far, far away from God. Yeah. We were, um, we were on the right track with the whole slavery Holocaust thing. But yeah, I mean, now we're, uh, now we're talking about child pussies and... Um, but yeah, I mean, maybe they have different races. They got like a like an Asian pussy. I'm sure they got every race. I'm sure they got every race of pussy at the Fleshlight factory. Yeah, Fleshlight is actually an Austin company. Yeah, yeah. I heard. Yeah, so a little local pride there. They shipped they, uh, cases off to Afghanistan before we pulled out. Did they really? Yeah. <laughs> now the Taliban have it. Yeah, the Taliban. We did we pay for the Taliban to get flashlights? Taliban using all the gym equipment and fucking those amazing pussies we sent off. Those incredible <laughs> top tier pussies we sent their way. They're only gonna be chads by uh, the Biden administration. Yeah, oh, the Biden administration has Can been we? sending off pussies to the Taliban. <laughs> Can I get a Biden pussy? <laughs> yeah, the bussy, the Biden bussy. Yeah, the bussy. President bussy. <laughs> I would fuck a Biden bussy just to see what it's like. Yeah. Uh, you guys, uh, you're fucking my pussy. So con- he's so confused. He has no idea what's happening on the day to day. I like it when they yak him out on Adderall and send him out and let him talk for like three minutes at a time and pull him back in. Yeah. He's like a yo yo. <laughs> he goes out there and like it grows the economy. I, I don't know. Uh, listen, 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 listen. Does anyone have a Does anyone have a nice tea? That's my impression of Joe Biden. My favorite was when he got up in front of that pool and talked about corn pop. I watched that video like a thousand times. You know what I'm talking about? No, corn pop. Oh man, Joe Biden gets up and starts talking about how he used to work at a pool. Now there's a gangster named Corn Pop that was threatening him and just told this really long, weird, drawn-out story. And it's like one of those things where it's like it sounded like he wanted to tell a group of black people about how he interacted with a black guy before. It was just <laughs> shocking. Oh, it was incredible. Why didn't he pick a better example? Like he, <sighs> It sounds uncomfortable. It sounds like this guy was being sort of a dick. I'm going to pull up the Corn Pop speech to show you because I'm going to play it into my mic because it is so freaking good. Corn Pop. It, it was just sounds like one of the fakest names too for a gangster. His name was Cornbop was a bad dude. <laughs> All right, I'm pulling it up. I learned a lot. And I learned that uh, it makes a difference. This was the diving board area, and I was one of the guards, and there were there was a three meter board. 
No, he says a bad and dude. I did. Yeah, he, and back in those days, to show how things have changed, one of the things you had to use, if you used pomade in your hair, you had to wear a baby cap. Oh, my God. He's like explaining to black people, black hair. I said, hey, Esther, you, off the board. I'll come up and drag you off. Well, he came off, and he said, I'll meet you outside. My car, this was mostly, these were all public housing behind it. My car, there was a gate out here. I parked my car outside the gate. And I, he said, I'll be waiting for you. He was waiting for three guys in straight razors. Not a joke. There's a guy I wish there was. Could have been. Guy, and he did all the pools. He was the mechanic. And I said, what am I going to do? He said, come down here in the basement where mechanics, where, where, where all the pool f- filter is. You know, the chain, there used to be a chain that went across the deep end. And he cut off a six-foot length of chain. He folded up. He said, you walk out with that chain. And you walk to the car and say, you may cut me, man, but I'm going to wrap this chain around your head. I said, you can't. Racial me. violence. He said, no, if you don't, don't come back. And he was right. This is also so you know, a story he probably told when he was still a pro-segregationist. And I walked up to my car. <laughs> and they had, those days, you used to remember the straight race. You just bang them on the curb, get them rusty, put them in a rain barrel, get them rusty. And I looked at him, but I was smart then. I said, first of all, I said, when I tell you get off the board, you get off the board. I'll kick you out again, but I shouldn't have called you, Esther Williams. I apologize for that. I apologize, but I didn't know that apology was going to work. He said, you apologize to me? I said, I apologize for that. Not for throwing you out, but I apologize for what I said. He said, okay, close the straight razor, and my heart began to beat again. That's his corn pop story. Thank God he got that laugh at the end. Corn pop was a bad dude. He's like, my heart started to beat again, and then it stopped, and it's never started again. Yeah. Man, that guy says some wild stuff. His brain just turned off, man. It, what was the point of that story? Like, he can talk to black people? Yeah, here, I, 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 met a, I, met, I met a black guy once, and he scared me. <laughs> but I, I almost I like committed that. an act of violence against him, so you guys should listen uh, up. It's kind of like a car that's like it wants to start but can't. It's just like when he's like turn over all the way. Yeah, no, 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 no. Halfway there, but it's still like incoherent. He's like, I mentioned black people. I don't know why they didn't really lock it. It's like when you wake up from sleeping and you try to make a fist and you can't. It's just like that's like his his whole mind fell asleep. Yeah, my dad has dementia, right? And he loves to say, I have dementia, and I can tell he has dementia. I think that's so funny. <laughs> My dad goes, as someone with dementia, I, I just know <laughs> that guy has dementia. Oh, God, that's funny, Dad. God, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, his brain is old. Yeah, dude, it's wild. It's it fine, though. Wild. He just has to sign papers and tell. Ain't the president like a busy-ass job where you have to do hella shit? Is that bullshit? Do you not actually have to do hella shit? Um, I feel like it's like uh, you know, like a mass, like a like a lightly touring rock musician. Mm-hmm. Like you have to go on planes and you have to like take pictures and yeah. I mean, it's just, it just just doesn't seem like it's that much work. He's always on the press circuit. Yeah, I'm sure he has to make. Bono decisions. probably does more work than the president. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think it's. I think it's one of those. It's like he's autopiling it. 
but there's been other presidents where it's like they take the reins pretty hard like let's say Trump and Obama writing all those executive orders yeah mm-hmm. they're making decisions I got some executive orders for you remember fuck when, out <laughs> I was to say is like remember when Bush was like the biggest thing we had to worry about my thing is, dude, you should not be allowed to be president if I can whoop your ass of any country. Like, I seen the, whatever the prime minister of Germany is, like Gherkin or something, and I was like, bro, I'd wreck her. Like, it would be illegal <laughs> if you got me in the ring with her. The only I don't fuck with this fool or nothing, that dude Putin, he's not like my boy in any sense. He could probably whoop me because he's like a black belt in judo, right? But like, Boris Johnson, I could whoop that fool to sense <laughs> Um Justin Trudeau, I would make him cry. That would uh, whoop him like a little rich kid ass private school ass kid that he is. I would whoop him. So um, then the president would be just like a gorilla or like an elephant. You don't have to be the strongest. You just can't. I can't be able to kick your ass. You know <laughs> <what I mean? laughs> you're the metric. I'm the. If you're not at least stronger than me, you are not a leader. If <laughs> I can, if I can whoop you, who who are you gonna who are you gonna lead? Not me. But what happens when you pass JT? When you whoop me? No, like. When JT dies, mm-hmm. who's going to be the next, like, Brahma? Obviously, it will be like a Dalai Lama-style thing where my followers travel <laughs> around the country putting different items I owned in front of someone, and whoever picks them consistently is going to be chosen to be that metric of fight. Obviously. We've got to lead in Huntsville. This it's embarrassing I had to tell you that. I can't believe yeah. you didn't just assume that would we'd be doing. If you died, I wouldn't try to just find someone else to produce this. I would get belongings of yours, and I'd walk around to different children, present them in front of them, and whichever one consistently picked would probably be the next Robert. Like the podcasting gear? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Katie's, your your wife's wedding ring. <laughs> She's like, I'm like, I, I got to borrow this. That's a good way to do it. <laughs> Indefinitely. Like, we already have the apartment furnished for you with everything that you'd probably like. Exactly. Exactly. You're going to love this life. I say that's what I tell you. Kid walks into my apartment. He's like, I don't like mid-century modern, though. And he's like, all right, get the fuck out, kid. (laughs) I say, shut up, Robert. That's what I'd say. (laughs) I'd say, shut the fuck up, Robert. Get to work. That's what I would say to him. (laughs) Be like, please, my name is Steven. I'm seven. I'd say, shut the fuck up. Your wife needs you. You got to get to work. (laughs) Service her. (laughs) Service her. Service her. <laughs> Service her. Do you know where the cervix is? Uh, I think it's like in the like at the very back of the vagina. Like if your dick is big enough, you can touch it. I know it's back. There. I don't know where it is though. Isn't it the whole thing? The whole thing is a cervix. No, I'm like Googling the cervix. the wall. It's like everything back there is cervical. I just know. Thank you for your service. I'm driving in her cervix. Google what cervix is. Also, I think I know cervix wall, too. I think that's something. Cervix is... Um, uh, now showing me cervical cancer. What? Let's hang on. Cervix. I'm searching definition. I don't need to know the function. Just the definition. <laughs> the lower and narrow end of the uterus that forms a canal between the uterus. It's the door to the canal. It's the, it's the canal to the, to the uterus. Yes. So you got the vagina, right? And the vagina is there. The uh-huh. cervix is the space, be- the space between. Um, and I guess the ovaries are these little bags off to the side. 
I don't know. I've never heard this before. A mimotorium and an endomatorium. Sounds like a place where gladiators fought. (laughs) (laughs) Endometrium and meometrium. I'm pretty sure the two female listeners we had just dropped off now. (laughs) Hey, hey, actually, didn't we look at the numbers and like 30% of our listeners are female? Yeah, it's something like that, but (laughs) they're not there anymore. Well... I'm at, there's probably a lot of women that don't know. I didn't know what the scrotum was until Elizabeth Spears told me. <laughs> you didn't know what the scrotum was? I knew it was a part of the penis, but I didn't know what part. It's the ball sack. Yeah. Right? Yeah. The skin? It's the ball sack. Yeah. Yeah. You, you just called it something else. It's my balls. But what do you think women call their mendotorium? Something they, the they, pussy. The whole thing? I reckon. I don't think. I mean, there's got to be women that know all about what's going maybe on down there. They call it their ball sack. But there's also <laughs> maybe that, that dude. There's got to be women that just have no clue. There's got to be women that just know. Like, yeah, dude. Like, did you know that pee c- comes out of a separate hole in the yeah, vagina? I did know that. And I did a woman tell you that? I think it was like Loveline or like some podcast. But there was like some girl who was like she, she had sex through her pee hole. <gasps> And then, like, she didn't realize that it was a wrong hole. So she was just like. Have we done that? Have I put my penis in a pee hole? How would I know? I imagine I've it'd be too small. I've never found it. I've never been down there and been Ooh, like, oh, that's. I've the never looked hole. for it. Yeah. It's beneath the clitoris and above the vagina. Okay. So I've probably touched it. Yeah, definitely. Oh, shit. I've probably licked a pee hole. Yeah. <laughs> but I've never seen it. I should take a look down there. Next I time. don't recommend it. I I would say. I feel the same way about balls and penises. Just know that they're there. You know? <laughs> I don't know. I'm sure there's women that don't know the names of the stuff in their pussy. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, I mean, like, hunter-gatherers, <laughs> third-world people. <laughs> you think every American woman just knows the anatomy of their junk? <laughs> I'd believe it. I what mean, do I know? Yeah, I mean, it's one of the benefits of uh living here but i guess a lot of people don't have health care so they're just like my pussy hurts they just take a mirror and look at it they hold the mirror and look and take a look and they go ah so that's what it is that's the mendatorium ah that's my mitochondria (laughs) that's the powerhouse of the puss (laughs) the mitotorium is the powerhouse of the puss yeah the endatorium is where you come to meet your end. My chick got mad at me because my dog got a rash on my dog's genitalia. And I was like, oh, shit, my dog got a rash on her pussy. I got to take her to the vet. And she was like, please don't call your dog's vagina its pussy. And I was like, is that weird? And she was like, yeah. And I was like, it's not like I talk about it all the time. It was just like, has a rash. So I was like, oh, I got to take because she had a rash on her pussy. Yeah. And it's like, I didn't think much about it. But now that I when she pointed that out, I was like, oh, that's probably fucking weird. Yeah. To call the dog's vagina a pussy. She's used to calling you calling her pussy vagina. a pussy. Yeah. yeah. So now it's like, oh, is he going to fuck the dog now? I'm not going to fuck the dog. And I'm sick of having to tell everyone that. Okay. This is the last time I'll say it. I'm I mean, not going to fuck the dog. I don't want to fuck the dog. Why does it have a rash? Because she was like licking it after she went in the grass. You think I gave my dog a pussy rash? You think <laughs> yeah. my dick's so nasty you get a dog sick? No. And, and if I did fuck my dog, which I don't want to, I would use protection. It's not like I'd raw my dog because then I would get sick. <laughs> I would imagine. Point? If you're going to fuck your dog, like just fuck it. Because I would get a rash or something. You can't get it pregnant. Yeah, thank God. <laughs> but I don't, I, 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 first off, not a concern of mine. I don't want to fuck my dog. 
if I did want to fuck my dog, I would be smart about it. <laughs> there are would people that fuck their dogs and put it up online style. and talk about it. I'd keep yeah. them. Ugh, those people, they do not they, deserve the dog, to meet Some Jesus. of the dogs like it. No, Hans. You think some dogs like having sex with humans? Yeah. No. On what grounds are you making this claim? This is the hottest take you've ever given me. Because um, this girl that I know, Christy Vera, she watched a bunch of those videos and she said, yeah, the dogs were into it. Sounds like she's into it. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Why was she watching a bunch of those videos? Um, Respectfully. <laughs> because it's interesting. Okay. I won't, I won't, you know. It's not something you see every day. It's not. I remember when I was like 11 or 12 seeing the Mr. Hands video where the guy gets fucked by a horse. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't seek that out, but I saw it. Um, you know, I'm guilty. Yeah. But uh, it didn't go. I didn't think that horse likes it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. That horse you, is enjoying it. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I, I, hey, I'm willing to be wrong here. But I don't know if, if dogs could really enjoy having sex. Man, hey, they like playing fetch. You just train I mean, them. Have you that. seen a dog that humps everything? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They seem to enjoy it. Okay. Wow. Well, I don't think my dog doesn't hump anything, so I don't think she would enjoy having sex. <laughs> yeah, maybe your dog's like a teetotaler, like super, you know, like Christian. Yeah, my dog's religious. My dog keeps her leg across when she sits. <laughs> my dog is a, a lady's dog. That's hot. Very. <laughs> That's playing hard sexy. to get. <laughs> your, oh, so your dog plays games like that? <laughs> okay. Okay. I like heavy petting. <laughs> Look at all that fur. Look at what all the fur it's wearing. Man, I brought a blanket into the dry cleaner today because the cat pissed on it. And the guy was like, is this still fur? And I was like, no. And he was like, oh, okay, because we don't do real fur. And I was like, right on. He's like, yeah, because if it's like real fur, you know, it's worth tons of money. And I was like, yeah, don't worry, man. This is not. This is polyester. And he's like, yeah, we can't do real fur because, you know, if something <laughs> happened to it, you know, we'd be held liable. And I was like, oh, okay, man. Like I said, this is just polyester. And he's like, okay, yeah, so we're going to just do a normal washing on it then? I was like, yes, sir, just normal laundering. They can't pee on it. Then I step outside. I start walking to my truck. He literally chases after me. And I turn around, and he's, like, opening the door. And he's like, it's going to be done Wednesday morning. And I was like, oh, okay. He's like, have a good day. And I was like, you have the most intense customer service I've ever gotten. <laughs> Just over explaining the things they don't do to tell me that they can help me. I was like, damn, dude, you really got this online. Yeah. He wanted Thank to you. give you all the information. Yeah, I got I got the full shebang. Now you know. Now you're not going to come in there with fur. Uh, yeah. Well, I wasn't planning on it. If I got <laughs> fur, I'll be sending an assistant. If I have fur money, I, I think I have not go to the dry cleaner myself money. <laughs> nice. They are hiring delivery drivers. Man, you got to get to your show? Uh, Yeah. All right. What do you want to close out with? How long have we had? We have like, what, 15, 20 minutes, Robert, of recording so far? At least 40. Yeah. Oh, we have 40 minutes? Yeah, I would say we have maybe like 30. Um, let me double check here. Wow. Time flies. Hans, plug your stuff. DJ I Hans Kim. Dozens of listeners, all right? I got the Fart Locker shirt on right now. Um... YouTube, we just did a podcast. Check us out. Check us check out our podcast on YouTube. Is your podcast called DJ? Is your YouTube channel called DJ Hans Kim? No, it's just Hans Kim. You just got to look for it. Um, but yeah, I'm on the the internet. Um, just Google my name and then plug into me whatever way that you plug into me. I people. took a photo of you to post on our Instagram when this episode goes live. Nice. 
Yeah, I should do that too. Mm-hmm.